Oh, they got living fiercely on luck. You know it's carpet talk. Carpet talk. Hello and welcome back to Carpet Talk. Um, just like every other time, we are back on the carpet, um, and we are joined this week by Amelia Brennan. I said it right, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maya yells at me sometimes. She's always like, "You say my last name wrong." And I was like, <laughs> How do you usually say it? That, just like that. I think she just wants to be difficult. Um, anyway. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so, Amelia actually, she has so many involvement in M&I's life lately. Um, yeah. She is. Um, she was not on the carpet in Austria. However, she is our lead for mission. Um, we're all going to Belize together. She yes. is the older sister of one of my household sisters. Um, and she's just become a very present, like, voice of reason in our lives in the last few weeks, actually. So, yeah. Honestly, like, she's such a wealth of knowledge, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to get to know her. Um, it's the type of thing where, like, you start to see parts of yourself in someone else, and you're like, whoa, you think about that, too? Or, like, you think <laughs> like I do? Um, and it's really cool because it's always, like, the unspoken things yeah. of, like, things just get brought up, and it's like interesting yeah i was so surprised the other day when like we started talking about just like everything i was like it's it's not gonna go that deep but it did (laughs) right away i was like that was so good yeah she was like can i come over for coffee to like get to know you guys thinking like i'm taking we're going on mission together we should get to know each other and Kayla and i immediately went do you want to be on our podcast (laughs) (laughs) two and a half hours later here we are it's like a default answer of ours now because well this honestly it's been such a great gift to have the podcast because it encourages people to like speak and we're in a like a time in history where speaking is not if it's not speaking in one way like it's not encouraged it's we all want to talk about the deep things and no one knows how to just get to the deep Mm -hmm. things so we said all right, great. Let's cut the awkward and record ourselves, <laughs> no and then no and then bring people over and say, "Speak to me about what makes your heart burn. Mm-hmm. What what gets you jazzed?" Exactly. So, so Amelia, what gets you jazzed? What gets you jazzed. Okay. <laughs> so about myself, I guess yes. Everything you said. Um, I'm a junior here at Franciscan, studying humanities. Um, something that gets me jazzed is. Um, just like the idea of home, I was thinking about this and praying about it yesterday, how like my own experience with home, um, we were talking a lot about hospitality, the hospitality of the heart, when I had coffee with Kaylee and Emily, um, and I was just thinking about like how am I able to talk about this when like my own home has not been like the best experience. Um, like I've always had a great home, nothing to complain about, but just like family struggles, family life. Um, and I realized that the Lord has, like, created in me this home. Um, I had this realization this past summer of just, like, that point in the summer where you're just, like, really missing Franciscan and, like, you break down and you're crying and you're, like, (laughs) I just want to be back. Like, Franciscan, like, it feels like home. Mm -hmm. Um, and he so clearly was just, like, no, home is wherever I'm with you. Like, that song. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it's by, but it's called Home. Um... Oh, is that the one Philip Phillips? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. So His name makes me so mad. And so it was, like, Jesus, like, his name makes me mad. His first name is his last name. It upsets what me greatly. What kind of parent would do that? His, he's a boy. His parents knew what his last name was going to be for the rest of his life, and they said, you know what goes great with Maybe Phillips? Philip. Yeah. 
I digress. No thought. (laughs) That's okay. Unoriginal. (laughs) So, yeah, it was like Jesus was like singing that song to me, like, home is wherever I'm with you, but also like me, home is wherever I'm with him. Um, And so it's not like a place, a physical place, so much as it is like the tabernacle of our heart. Um, I was just talking to someone about this, like, wherever, if it is wherever Jesus is, if Jesus is in our heart, in the tabernacle of our heart, then home is everywhere because he's always with us um we can always feel at home we can always make others feel at home and like something that i really like ever since i've been at franciscan that has just like really annoyed me is like small talk and like beating around the bush and people not being direct Mm -hmm. and so i just like love to like get to that point where there's genuine human connection like where you're really seeing the person um but I also, I don't think that you have to right away go into it, like, that it's uncomfortable, but, like, there is a way that you can speak with people and interact with people that, like, they feel seen, known, and loved. Um, and that sounds, like, so cliche, and we hear that a lot, but those are the desires of our hearts. Um, yeah, and I think it's very easy to just be complacent and, like, being okay with hiding ourselves and, like, not showing our hearts not letting our hearts be vulnerable and be raw like the feeling that we get after we've encountered something like very deep um whether it's like spiritually or like if it's suffering maybe and we are uncomfortable with that feeling and we think we have to get it to go away like i was talking to someone the other day about mission and how when you come back you have this feeling of like it's you almost feel sad like you miss mission but what it really is this lady what she was talking about is that it's like the rawness of our hearts and for the first time we feel actually human and we haven't felt that way before and so we're like i need to go back to what i know and to what is comfortable and so we become complacent um (laughs) and yeah it was just really beautiful the way she was talking about it like the rawness of our hearts she said like we can go further into that and keep pressing on that and how uncomfortable that is and that's a good thing like if you encounter christ you should be changed so like why would you ever go back um, yeah, I, JP2 is the best, and, Amen. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> this, I was, like, at a stopping point just now, and then I was, like, no, I forgot, <laughs> I totally forgot about JP2, I was praying before Mass about JP2, his reflection on givenness, and I didn't realize how much it tied into, like, what, like, the hospitality of the heart, And he just had this quote, he said, man can only find himself through a sincere, disinterested gift of self. And, like, as our culture, like we were talking about before, our culture is so interested in ourselves and how we can self-improve and self-grow and self-care. And once I take care of myself, I can take care of others, which in a sense is true. Like, we need to be close with the Lord before we can minister to others. But also when we become so self-interested we are not able to see the other person in front of us. And that's, like, so much where our culture is. It's just, like, all about the self and not about vulnerability. It's about, like, the strength of a soul. And I think something that we don't realize is that we can be both at the same time. Um, You can be confident in Christ, but you can also be vulnerable. You don't have to, like, hide um, who you are because that's just... It's not fun. And then you always end up just, like, (laughs) crashing and burning and feeling really drained and... Trying to pretend to be someone you're not. And um, he said this other really great thing. He said that if we, we would be in grave danger 
where we if we were unable to recognize the richness in each human person and so he went he went on to talk about like how when god sends someone to us and we encounter them like as a divine appointment um he's entrusted that person to us and in that he trusts us to minister to them and take care of them for him and that like really hit me that like if he's giving us someone and he trusts us to take care of them like why wouldn't we do our best to do that and to create a space for them in our heart and to make them feel at home um like maybe for the first time ever yeah yeah i really love this whole idea as we were as we've been talking over the past few days and even as you're talking now um this idea of like encountering another person um and like you said we're so focused on self um just it's just the culture it encourages us to stand in front of a mirror where we can only see ourselves and never look past the mirror or beyond the mirror um and there's just like very I've been preying on hospitality too (laughs) not because of this this episode but because of just like the genuine genuine um fear of graduating college and like not knowing how to Mm -hmm. (laughs) relate to people outside of Franciscan sometimes and I've come to realize, like, what is the most fascinating thing as a human being? Another human being. Like, there are things in this world that we'll become fascinated by, mm-hmm. but never something as long-lasting as another human being. Um, and why is that? Because as human beings, we're always changing. We're always grasping on this idea of identity. And that's been a really big theme for us here on the podcast, but I think also in a lot of people's prayers lately, is, like, this idea of identity mm-hmm. and how am I supposed to live a life where my identity is claimed, but not only claimed, but lived out? Um, So I guess a question for you in this whole idea of being hospitable, how are you able, like, you know, we're supposed to guard our hearts and be protective of like the parts of ourselves that maybe are, like you said, raw and at a point that are not really ready to be shared or shouldn't be shared with everyone. So how are we, like, how would you speak to the person who wants to be hospitable Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really hard word. <laughs> um, hospitable, but in a way that is nurturing, not so much like I don't know what the not like crying, yeah, or like that feels ingenuine because you're trying to get to know something. Yeah, about mm-hmm. yeah, like the how's your heart? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's and like that's one of my least favorite. <laughs> like, whenever I'm asked that, it feels like someone's looking for tea. Like, yeah, they're looking for <laughs> the juicy bits. They don't actually care about. Or they're trying to care, but they're more interested in, like, why is your heart sad? And more about, or like, asking the question than, like, yeah. really knowing the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Someone actually said it was so funny today in my class. They were talking about, like, relationships here at Franciscan, but then they were talking about how, like, um, just how people interact with each other, which is something else that's really been coming up, and I've been noticing, <laughs> too, but, like, she was like, people are just so weird. And it's Correct. so true. Yes. Like, in the best way, in the most beautiful way, yes, but also in another way that, like, some interactions that people have, like, even between girls and girls, guys and guys, but also, like, girls and guys are, like, so ingenuine, and it's, like, always a topic of, like, how to guard your heart, and, like, that is something with, like, your girlfriends, too, and, um, boys with their boyfriends, and not in that way. (laughs) I know, but it's just funny to hear it, because of Um, the lack of tenderness. Yes, and guarding their hearts, like, um, because I think there's also something, like, with the girl guy point of view that I've been recognizing like there is the tendency to overshare and to be like I'm just getting to know this person and I'm trying to love this person but I'm also trying to like be vulnerable and let them know me and then it's like no like you've given your heart too much to them so I think there is like 
it's more about it's not about giving our hearts rather than like giving Christ to them Mm -hmm. um because when we're giving of ourselves like I was saying before like you become so drained but then also it's like it's not even worth it like if you're giving yourself like you have to let Christ flow through you and so there are things that it's like you just shouldn't tell people like until unless it is the right time and place unless which is like goes with the movements of the Holy Spirit of like if he wants me to share this right now or not and I think you have to like become trained in that Mm -hmm. and what to share and what not to but there's also like yeah something so serious that's been coming up like the guarding your heart of I've just been noticing it so much with so many people that you get so you become so wounded Mm -hmm. because you expect them to respond with the same like hospitality and they don't um and so it's like about learning how to be hospitable when others also like won't reciprocate that and won't like receive you well so it's like the giving and the receiving and like Mm -hmm. how to give but not give in a way that you will be hurt if others don't give back if that makes sense no yeah i think we also think of guarding your heart this is now a podcast about guarding your heart (laughs) um but in like a genuine sense i i think we we talk about it a lot on like the defensive side and not like the offensive side Mm -hmm. like i could guard this person's heart not i should guard my heart from this person the sense of if hospitality is to take so- I keep thinking of the line of Jesus from the cross like behold your son woman behold like, woman behold your son son behold your mother and like yeah. John took her into his home yeah. that's what hospitality mm-hmm. is it's taking someone into oh, your home literally and if your heart is meant to be a home for other people you are literally taking them into it and to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with someone is inviting them in and giving them the opportunity to guard you. And also to be vulnerable. Like, exactly. In, in the and if, in return, you would guard them. Yeah, in the safety um, of your home. Yeah. We became, Kayla and I became friends with a, a group of guys from the same household in Austria, and they made the, sa- they made the joke to each other all the time of, like, oh, guard my heart. When, they, would, they, would, like, they would, like, flirt with each other, quote-unquote, but, like, in the sense of, you're like, you're doing great, like, in response to your greatness, do the gentleman thing and guard my heart. Yeah. But in the sense of, um, like, we have the opportunity to defend each other. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, that's the disinterested self-gift. Yeah. Like, you're not interested in gaining anything, you're interested in giving. Mm-hmm. And yeah, giving, and you're guarding, interested in the yeah. other person. Um, yeah, and that's, like, the whole thing that JP2 was talking about with, like, being entrusted with another person. Mm-hmm. Like, how... I think about this when I, like, lead retreats or go on mission or whatever, like, how special but also so, like, heavy it is that, like, you are being entrusted with this person's soul Mm -hmm. and, like, how you could be a vessel that God is using that could, like, bring them to heaven. Um, Like, how it's it's a beautiful thing, also, like, just so serious that, like, if we saw every single person that we encountered on the daily like that, how radically our lives would change and how their lives would change Mm -hmm. and like people would come to know the lord like just through interacting with us yes someone said to me one time that we all have walls around our heart they were talking to me directly like you have so many walls around your heart and that's a good thing in the sense of like these are walls that are willing to come down in the event that someone steps in to guard where the wall once was Mm, that's good yeah Yeah. and the amount of friends i've looked at and just like offered myself and humble way, like offered myself as a safe place for them. And as soon as they see that, it's like walls are gone. This is my heart. Right. Or like mm-hmm. the the campers that I've dealt with, or just people that I've been ministering to. Like as soon as they see 
a safe place, they run to it. And they they're able, like it. we were just saying, like take to let their walls down because mm-hmm. they know you'll stand because they know that someone's gonna stand in its place. Yeah. yeah, and also guard their heart. Mm-hmm. That's the way we should think about it too, <laughs> and guarding our hearts because it's always like that phrase is just like it gets thrown negatively. around, and it's like it does get thrown around. It's simplified to like if you want to guard your heart, don't talk to the other the other gender. I yeah. said species, but like don't <laughs> don't <too>. talk to <laughs> don't talk to anyone. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, you guard your heart by talking to other people. Yeah, that said, the first sense of it that you were saying is literally what we're saying. Like no one like that's the culture and what you shouldn't do. <laughs> like guard your heart of like I'm strong, I can do this alone, um, I don't need help. Like you're that's literally like, you're cutting yeah. off your heart and you're acting like an animal. Yeah, like, like we have emotions. Like we're human. Hey, yeah. man. I just like listening to you guys. I I run to our lady all the time. Just like John Paul II, he's he's the one who taught me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, just in praying with who our lady is and what she is, she is simply a home. Like she doesn't overcomplicate anything. And when she invites someone in, and when she invites someone into her mantle, mm-hmm. um, it's never like this complicated matter it's always simply like let me be mother to you like let me take you to my son as our household like one of our things that we say is to jesus through mary like it is the simplest way back to his like back to him is through his mother um and i mean like, we were talking earlier about like one of the things we bond over is coffee because we both love coffee oh yeah <laughs> yes. all three of us love coffee like Thank you. coffee was sorry <laughs> i was bringing it I was, <laughs> coffee brings everyone together but like like we were talking earlier, like, it's these simple acts of invitation that are not complicated. There's nothing, like, mm-hmm. there should be nothing complicated about asking someone to sit down and have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, there should be nothing complicated in asking someone to go and have a meal. Because those should be invitations to, to know the person. There should yeah. be, there should be mm-hmm. nothing loaded in those situations because that's exactly what Our Lady would have done. Yeah. She would have said, like, she would have seen the disciples struggling. Mm-hmm. She would have seen her son struggling. And being the mother that she is, the mother that gets us back to God, like, she literally brings about simplistic ways for us to pour out what we need to, no more, no less, Mm -hmm. to show what we need to in order for her to relate back to us. And, like, that should be the disposition we have to other people, is I should give only enough Mm -hmm. that you are able to give back, and there we go. That's what starts relationship. That's what starts, like, authentic knowing of someone not this like oh well you shared this experience well I have an experience just like that like mm-hmm. that isn't that's not authentic that's yeah. one-upping someone like yeah. it's not a game of comparison it's not it never is <laughs> and that Comparing is your crosses exactly no, <laughs> <be a> token. <laughs> like the, we talk about that a lot like the cross like comparing your crosses with others and like right. how we've all been blessed with like the different crosses and like that's such a good thing yeah to help carry each other's cross like that's exactly and that's like our culture that's why our culture is so so focused on self because it's a culture of comparison like you cannot like you don't come to know yourself by comparing yourself to someone else Mm -hmm. um the thing you're talking about like um about mary i it reminded me of earlier how i was thinking about like what the hospitality would have looked like in the the home of the holy family like how, like, what would happen Getting if jazzed. you knocked on their door? <laughs> yeah, that gets me jazzed. <laughs> like, knocking on their door and, like, having them welcome you in, like, with open arms, no matter how long it's been since you've been there. And just, like, also mm-hmm. how simple their home would be. And, like, in my Mariology class, he was talking about, like, how, like, imagine the Holy Family sitting there 
and like having a conversation he's like I wonder what they talked about at dinner like can you imagine like the head of the <laughs> church the mother of God and the son of God like all sitting at one table but like them being like there's a so seat here cool. for you too mm-hmm. and like the hospitality in that of like they were so they're so holy and like just the invitation and like I think it would be it reminds me of like I went home and surprised my mom one time from school and I think it would be like the reaction that she had she was like asleep and I went in and I like she had no idea I was going to be there and like the excitement of like she's like Amelia like oh my gosh never seen her that excited and in that moment I like it made me like cry like I was like I I don't happy cry like (laughs) I happy cried because I was just like I have a place here and like this is my home um Mm -hmm. and like I've made this has been made a home for me and not even as much as like my house but like my mom and like how Mary is that to us and the holy family is that to us I think just going off that note of the holy family they really break down the barrier of Mm -hmm. hospitality and they kind of break they're they're the unifying thread of like I know just talking to my guy friends they see hospitality as like oh that's the woman's job and it's like no you have a heart too Mm -hmm. your job is to love too Mm -hmm. and I think that in in looking at the holy family like Joseph prepared a home for Mary like he brought her into his home too and they started a life together so Mary is our model Joseph is our model and Jesus is our goal of hospitality Mm. yes and amen